0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 717. How to correct someone if they get your name wrong in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 34 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to earsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S.
1: Today, our listener asks us how to deal with a situation where a professor is mistaking the listener's name. What should this listener do? Should the correction be made by email or in person? Find out today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling, wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period
0: at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, Michelle, how's it going today?
1: Hey, Lindsay. Uh, Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm hanging right in there. I'm hanging in there. Do you like to send text messages a lot?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Pretty convenient. Yeah. What about you?
0: I do. But do you ever feel like maybe the message or the tone is going to get misinterpreted? I mean, last, last Friday, I was having an argument. Well, almost got into an argument with a friend of mine over text. And then I stopped texting. I said, just come over and we'll talk, you know, because I was really worried about the tone going being misinterpreted. And then once the person came over, everything was cool. We could talk through it and it was fine. What do you think, Michelle? Has that ever happened to you? Oh, yeah, sure. I think
1: it's really hard because there is really the only, uh, there are only a few things that can kind of show your tone over a text message. Um, Yeah. And some people just choose not to use these things. So you can't really like read. I don't just mean like read with your eyes. I mean like, you know, get the, get the idea, like read their emotions, right?
0: Oh, sense. You mean to sense their emotions. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. It's 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 a minefield out there <laughs> when it comes to texting and emailing too, yeah. right? Yeah. It's easy to misinterpret. It's very easy to misinterpret the tone over text or email. So um, for example, I have a few friends who hike fast and a few friends who hike slow and the fast hiking friends want to tell the slow ones that they should they should move faster. And but I wanted to convey that and I didn't know how to convey that in a text message, right? Like I was supposed to be the one sending the message. Oh. <laughs> Bad idea. So I was like, no, I know I know what's gonna happen here. This is gonna be misconstrued, mis you know, misinterpreted. And so I decided to wait and talk to people in person, you know? Because you don't wanna sound rude or abrasive even if you don't mean it. Right, right. Sure. No, that that can be really hard. Yeah, so what's the point? I mean, what's the what's the lesson here? I mean, well, I guess
1: the point is if you're worried that something might sound rude by email or a text, try to save it for when you can say it in person, right? So, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's Go good advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, this may or may not apply to that situation, right? But um today mm-hmm. do we have a question from a student, Lindsay?
0: Yeah, I mean, this advice may or may not apply from t- to today's question really But today's question, we do have a question, Michelle, actually, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Um, It's a question from a student who has a professor who completely misspelled her name, not just misspelled it, but gave a different name in the email, actually, it'd be like someone writing an email, it'd be like someone writing an email to you and saying, Hey, Melissa, when your name is Michelle, yeah, basically like that. Very different, right? Right. Oh, I mean, how would you feel if that happened, Michelle, to you?
1: (laughs) Ah, Like a person didn't care. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, (laughs) so the question this this student wants to know, you know, how to go about correcting the professor. It's a great question. And I love little case studies like these. So let's go ahead and and read the question. Um, Michelle, this question is quite long. So if you want, I could read the first part and you want to read the second part? Sure. Okay. All right. I'll just read the first part. So, dear Lindsay and Michelle, I'm Kay. I'm not comfortable saying my name now. We'll save it for later. And I have lived in New York City for two years. I've been listening to All Ears English podcast for about three weeks intensively, about 10 episodes a day while commuting. Fantastic. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it's been so helpful for me. Whenever I search for methods for more advanced English learners, I often got frustrated because most of the podcast hosts spoke so slowly, oh. unnaturally to the degree that I couldn't stand it. Ooh, oh, <laughs> I feel your pain. That's why we created this podcast. <laughs> I really like it that you and Michelle speak so naturally and let us know natural English expressions. The expressions are so natural. So whenever I listen to the podcast, it reminds me of my American oh. friends. Cool. Cool. That's, so,
1: that's a, thank you. Yeah. I think, uh, I remember when I started, uh, at all is English and I asked Lindsay, I asked you like, you know, should, I, how quickly should I speak? You know, should I? And, and you right. said, I mean, I know we've talked about it before. You said just speak, you know, normally. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So I'm yes. glad that that, and that you a, like that. Exactly. And I understand what Kay's saying here because we also, you know, re- when the podcast started way back in 2013, I was also listening to podcasts and I was like, whoa, we can do better than this, right? We can provide something better yeah. than what's out there for students. Students deserve something better. Yeah. So. We're really happy to see that you guys feel the same way. (laughs) Okay. So, Michelle, can you let us know what Kay's question is? Let's get into this situation. Well, Kay says, um, okay.
1: Oh, Kay has five specific questions. Well,
0: (laughs) one question for today, but five questions in general. (laughs) Okay.
1: So, uh, it says the first one is an email. Okay. Here we go. A professor emailed me, but my name was written in the wrong, in a wrong way. How should I make a correction without being rude? Just to be clear, it's not a spelling mistake. The professor sent me the right email, but wrote my name as, for example, Moonjun instead of Minsu. Should I make it clear in the beginning of the email, or is it better to say at the end as, like, a postscript? I remember the episode when you were talking about how not to be rude when my order got confused at a cafe or so. Can I say you've mistaken my name? Is this too rude or unnatural? Or people often get confused by my name and by my name and her oh between my name and her name but i just wanted Mm. to make sure that um make sure sure what make sure what uh people often misspell my name but it's actually the very first time when a person called me in a totally different way i'm not offended at all but just wanted to know how to behave in the situation great question (laughs) i mean uh, yeah that's tough
0: yeah that's tough. And, and Michelle and I might have different opinions on this. We're just going to hash this out. We're going to talk about this. Okay. And see if we can come to some kind of consensus of how, what Kay should do here. Good question, right? I mean, the first question, like, let's talk about how to decide how to deal with this. Cause it's not always that the right way is to email back, right? Some, maybe the right way is to talk about it in person, right? Ask yourself this question. Is it a huge class? Is it a 101 class? Mm -hmm. Right? How many other students are there? If you're one of 300 students and you never actually interact with the professor, then, I mean, you have to ask yourself, Mm -hmm. is it even, is it worth correcting? You know, I mean, in some ways, I I don't know. What do you think about that, Michelle? Is it always worth correcting the professor if you're never going to talk to them in person? Um... The
1: only reason I say yes is just to make sure that they don't confuse you when it comes to grading.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. I,
1: I, I don't think that it's like completely necessary. Like, Oh, like for, you know, that you guys are going to have long talks and discussions. And yeah, it may not matter, but you don't want any problems with your grade.
0: Oh my gosh. No, because it sounds like this other person that the professor um, gave the wrong name was someone else in the class, right? There may be two people, two of you guys in the class from the same country or something. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: the professor may actually be confused about who is who, right? And so thinking about how many interactions you've had in the past and how many interactions will you have in the future. And then it's also an issue of personal dignity. I mean, Right, You know, it's kind of a matter of taking up your own space in the world and saying, no, my name is this. I'm not going to let you say the wrong name and move on because I matter as a person, right? Right.
1: So we say, oh, it doesn't matter. But of course, it does matter. Like, you know, even if it's a big class, like that's your name. So it matters. It just means whether whether you care or not like eh, is it was it yeah. just one time slip or I mean yeah yeah it could have just been a it just been a mistake and they actually know your name so you could wait to see like what Lindsay said like what do they call you in person or maybe at the next email but you know I don't know yeah
0: yeah no that's right exactly Michelle so like those are some of the options right so what are some of the things that Kay could do I mean number one You know, if it's a huge group and you only communicate by email, you could wait and see if the professor makes the same mistake again. You know, maybe as Michelle said, maybe this was just a one time thing and maybe next time she or he sends an email, it'll be correct. Right, right. Hey guys, are you loving listening to All Ears English, but you're feeling lost once in a while? Would you like to be able to study the role plays that we give you on these episodes? If so, then you should subscribe to the transcripts because you'll save 50% off the regular price. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. It's so easy because we'll deliver them to your inbox every Monday for the coming week. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA a member
0: FDSE. And Michelle, what's another thing we could do? I mean, well, if it's
1: an important issue because they're making the mistake in person and by email, I would wait yeah. until, well, um, I don't know. I, I might not wait until, uh, Lindsay, I think you said, you, so you would wait until you see them?
0: Yeah, I I, I, because it goes back to things being misconstrued, right? Misinterpreted that we talked mm. about in the beginning, my perspective, and it's okay, if you would do it differently. I think some of this comes down to personal, personal, like style. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if you know, if they call your name in class incorrectly, too. You know, I wouldn't necessarily correct them on the spot right in front of other students, but I would go up to them after class. Mm-hmm. You know, I would go uh, instead of sending an email. Personally, I would rather do that because I would be afraid. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like the stakes are higher when you send an email because it could be easy for things to get misconstrued.
1: Yeah. Well, I think what I, I'm just thinking of in my classroom and what I would want, um, mm-hmm. I think. I want, well, it depends. I mean, so if I send a student an email with the wrong name, um, then i would want them yeah that they they could respond and say actually uh you know this is my mm. name is sorry just yeah. like just want to make sure you're not going to uh, that that you aren't confusing yeah. me with another student and i would be totally fine with that if it was in if mm. it if it were something where we're happening in the middle of the class and i'm calling a student the wrong name i would also want them to just right there say like hey actually it's i don't know because i don't i'm not going to yeah. get embarrassed and it can be kind of like as long as you're using it as kind of a lighthearted moment, I mean, it, people make mistakes, yeah. right? So as long as you're not like, actually, it's, <laughs> you know, and really yeah, yeah, embarrassing yeah, yeah. The, the teacher. But if you're like, hey, it's like, <laughs> mm. then I would have a, a like, if you're kind of laughing mm. about it, like, oh, it's just a silly mistake, yeah. then I would probably laugh about it, too. So I would have yes. to see how you feel about it as a teacher.
0: No, that's great. I think it's good that we have your perspective today, Michelle, because you are actively teaching in a classroom. Yeah, like you know, every week, right? I I haven't taught in a classroom for a long time. I've been working on all ears English for a long time, so you you know what it would feel like. You can envision it more easily uh, how it would feel if someone just replied to an email and just made it just corrected you, so you could no longer make that mistake. You know, it sounds like you'd be okay with both, but it sounds like it would be okay to you to to receive that email. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I mean, just as long as, like, that's in a situation. I mean, I think we've talked about exclamation points or, like, or even, I don't know. It, it really depends because some teachers are, are casual, like, a little bit more casual. And yeah. because, actually, yeah, like, I'll have students, sometimes they send me um, the wrong email, they'll send me something for another class, or they'll send me you know make uh, just yeah send me something that's not for me and i always just respond and like even over email uh, i'm uh, you might be able to tell that someone's kind of laughing like oops like you know but some teachers (laughs) might be some people might be different like they may be uh, it's not that i'm not a formal teacher i am but i just wouldn't personally it's maybe just my personality
0: Okay, well, that's fair enough. Well, let's give then our listener here, Kay, some phrases that I guess could work either in person, mm-hmm. if if she wants to go up, uh, she or he, I'm sorry, I actually don't, I don't know the gender of this, this student, this listener, um, but go up uh, to the teacher or correct by email. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Michelle, what's the first thing that someone could say? Um, well, I could say,
1: uh, excuse me, Professor Brown, I just wanted to let you know my name is Minsoo. I think you pronounced it Moonjun.
0: Right? Something like that. I mean, the excuse me, Professor Brown is more verbal, right? Mm-hmm. Is more going up to the student and asking the question, right, right, right. Uh, sorry, going up to the teacher and saying it, but um, then the rest would work in an email. And then the next thing is just one quick thing. My name is actually Min Su. I've heard you say Moon Jun a couple of times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. How does that How does that sound to you?
1: Um, that sounds good to me. Uh, it's uh, yeah, that sounds good. Maybe in some ways mm-hmm. that I've heard you say this a couple of times is like.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little bit controversial yeah um, a little, a little like directed. oh i've
1: been watching you and you keep on making this mistake and i'm <laughs> i'm frustrated
0: <laughs> okay so maybe taking that part off just yeah. one quick thing my name is actually munsu minsu sorry yeah um <laughs> okay what's what's another option yeah
1: um well i mean the other thing is just how you end your email right and this i definitely agree with um if you mm-hmm. must use it in an email like don't do it like this don't just say um sign off at the end and say sincerely minsu not
0: moon june right this <laughs> <laughs> this would definitely be
1: like ooh, yikes this person is mad at me
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's too. I mean, that may sound uh, kind of neutral to you, but that to us, that looks um, because you haven't put any extra language around it. And I think that's the point of today's episode, the importance of putting extra language around something when you're about to confront someone. You can't just do the objective thing. That would be the objective way to do it, right? Sincerely, Min Su, uh, parentheses, not Moon June, but we don't recommend that because it's not, um, that's the point of connection, right? We're dressing up the language a bit.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's good. So this is, you know, this is a complicated question. And it really depends on, again, also your relationship with the teacher, a lot of things. But I would give it a try. One of these three phrases that you learned today um, and see if that works. You know, I mean, it should work. Like professors should be open to being corrected. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, yeah. If they're not, you know, that's not kind of it's not a great sign, Um, especially when it comes to something as important as your name.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's okay to take up that space and make that correction. I agree. Um, we also had speaking of the topic of names. If you guys want to hear more about names, and uh, we had a guest episode with Alan Headbloom a while ago. It was number two seventy seven, um, and it was three strategies to remember someone's name. I liked that episode, so you guys can go back to allersenglish.com dot com and type two cents seven seven in the search bar. Yeah. Um, and any kind of final words of wisdom, Michelle, for Kay. Well, just realize that, um,
1: it's uh, usually, usually, I mean, I would hope these things are just honest mistakes. So just take it lightly and they'll take it lightly and it's not done out of, uh, you know, disrespect or anything, but sometimes people make mistakes.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's why we're here for connection, not perfection. We make mistakes too. It's normal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Cool. All right. Thanks for that question, Kay. And Michelle, thanks for hanging out today. It's been fun. Okay. All right, Lindsay. Thanks for the question. That was great. Take care. Bye. Uh